Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Snooker Scene Podcast. I'm Dave Hendon. A new book has just been published called Simply the Best. It's written by Snooker Scene's editor Clive Everton and it is his take on the life and career of Ronnie O'Sullivan. Of course, Ronnie himself has published two autobiographies, but this is a more objective look at the extraordinary life and times of Snooker's at times troubled genius. The O'Sullivan career continues into his 43rd year. It's been a roller coaster ride which has fascinated, at times appalled, at times thrilled audiences all around the world for nearly three decades. And Clive is ideally placed to chart the highs and lows of Ronnie's time in the snooker world. He was first writing about the junior Ronnie back in the 1980s and has documented every title, every controversy and every utterance ever since. The book is published by Pitch Publishing. It's out now and can be ordered through Snooker Scene's mail order pages and is available also in bookshops and from online outlets. There was one technical glitch in the recording which couldn't be helped. See if you can spot where it is and you win a prize. Please note there are no actual prizes. OK, Clive, the book is called Simply the Best, a biography of Ronnie O'Sullivan. Uh, what, what was the idea behind writing it? I just wanted to tell the world not just how good he was but the opposite about the, all the obstacles he's had to overcome off the table as well as on yeah I mean if, if you sat down to sort of write a novel about a sportsman his kind of life would, would lend itself to it wouldn't it because it's been such a roller coaster. well indeed a junior prodigy without a care in the world then out of the blue uh, his father kills a man in a drunken brawl goes to prison for 18 years the enforced separation rips Ronnie apart. Uh, he turns to things to alleviate his unhappiness, his depression, like drink, drugs, you name it. Uh, in fact, it only creates new problems. Uh, his, his form varies from the sublime, not quite to the ridiculous, but to the, but to the, to the poor. Uh, but to poor form at times uh, he, he has to cope with recurrent bouts of depression 
we mustn't forget that he, he missed a, a whole season once before winning, a, winning the, mm. the, the, the world title and uh, I've also shown I hope to some degree that Dr Steve Peters uh, has really turned not so much his career but his life around mm. and uh, th there's quite, quite a bit of stuff in there on that So what's the focus of the book in terms of sort of snooker versus everything else is it uh, I guess they're intertwined are they oh uh, mm. absolutely because uh, uh, life is not just a succession of snooker matches mm. you, you could be in, a, in any sort of state when you go to play you go to play a match mm. you can either enhance your performance or or, or, or reduce it what happened with his dad obviously was a, a big trauma but prior to that his father had been very instrumental obviously in instilling discipline into him in terms of his snooker but also they had a full size table which not every player has and he, they had top players or certain top amateurs coming to play young Ronnie which was a massive advantage well, well th th this, this was an enormous advantage uh, Ronnie did, did, did show uh, ability uh, from the time he was given a toy table for Christmas mm. but to have your own table your own snooker room to play as much as you like and also have some some parental money behind you to play in the clubs uh, around his home in Barking and Ilford uh, yeah, that, 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 was, that, was, that was invaluable but the one thing I would emphasise is that although Ronnie was born with a lot of natural ability uh, more than his fair share you might mm. always <laughs> say uh, he, 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 he's had to work on, on his game and he, he's never been slow to to take advice, to pick the brains of whoever he thinks can help him, and yeah. he's, he's still doing it. Yeah, he, that's right. I think he does. He does listen to people, and, and he's still curious about not necessarily chasing perfection, but I guess learning new things. And, and you know, because he's not in sporting terms a young man, and maybe I know he's, he's teamed up this season with Sight Right. He's obviously seen that as uh, like a new challenge maybe well you, you you win five ranking tournaments and then you, you, you sign up with Sight with, with Rider and he spoke uh, uh, very warmly about how, how, they could, how they could help him so mm. may, maybe this season will be one of his best mm. when he first came along as a, as a teenager you know we have it even now you see a young player and he's sort of tipped for greatness but doesn't always happen, but it never really seems to be any doubt with Ronnie that it would. No, the, the, the only the only way that he, he wasn't going to make it was, was if he undid himself, mm. uh, and he came he came close a few times, mm. uh, but uh, I think in in the end the, the game actually meant a lot to him. He he, he talked very often uh, when he was very young uh, of, of retirement, but then the next thought is well what am I going to do without snooker mm. yeah I mean his, his career definitely could have gone off the rails couldn't it with everything that was kind of happening and also he's he become public property which I don't think he's necessarily comfortable with he doesn't actually like all that stuff does he I mean he's not one of these celebrities who is desperate to be photographed he's actually the opposite is true no he, he, he's quite a private person mm. in, in his way quite 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 shy indeed in, 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 in some in some ways uh, but uh, of course, uh, on on table, he's he's a, he's a completely different animal. He, he goes through go, goes through the curtains at the crucible, for instance, or wherever, 
and his mindset is on the game unless it isn't of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but that's the thing we were saying about you had certain advantages I guess as, as, a, as a youngster but you still have to be able to stand up at the Masters or at the World Championship or at the UK Championship wherever and pop the balls and do the business so where does that come from is that belief that's been instilled in him, in, in him as a young man or is that just how he is to actually have the belief that he can do it well practice is ultimately ultimately about ridding yourself of fear mm. and he practiced so much when when he was a kid that that plus his natural ability uh, made his confidence really cemented his, his basic his basic confidence which he he knows how to work on now as a, uh, as a mature adult mm. He's often we often talk about the sort of the entertainers, the sort of lineage, Alex Higgins, Jimmy White, and Ronnie. But actually, his career compared to theirs has been a lot more successful. I know Higgins didn't have as many events and all the rest of it, and did win two world championships after all. But you know, Jimmy didn't win the world championship. Ronnie, his actual playing career, is up there with the Davises and the Hendrys rather than those guys. Oh well, I think he's better than either. Uh, actually, and, and I think most of the players on the circuit think, think he is. Uh, Anthony Hamilton said uh, uh, he's always been the best. Uh, he, he makes you feel like a cart horse, uh, uh, and this is from a very good player. Mm. Sean Murphy said that he, he's the standard that uh, that, he, that uh, everybody is judged by. Mm. So, what makes him the best? Well, simply, simply his, perform his performances, and also the the manner of his performances, the fluency, the charisma, and uh, of course, in making in, in making him a, a, a big personality, his pretty colourful off-table life and background. Mm. Is there an argument? I mean, look, he's won, you know, so much, but is there an argument actually? could have won even more if there weren't for all the stuff going on outside of snooker well I, I, I'm certain that he would have, that, that he would have done and, and some some of the events he, he did win he was playing against the grain uh, and uh, I think people underestimate that they, that they see Ronnie's fluency and, and brilliance but they, they, they underestimate his metal as well mm. a lot of people listening will only have ever seen him play snooker what, what is Ronnie like as a person I think he's, he's instinctively warm hearted uh, very good sportsman doesn't whinge mm. modest in victory perhaps puts himself down too much mm. uh, he's, he's matured uh, as a man he, he takes an interest in the world about him uh, some of, some of his friends are pretty eminent in their own fields, like Ed Miliband and Damien Hurst. Uh, I think I think he's done he's done pretty well as a man as well as a player. Mm. He himself has published two autobiographies. How does your book differ from them? I guess the obvious answer is it's more objective because you're, you're not writing about yourself. Well, well, the, the, that's ab that's absolutely mm. it. It's, my book it, it isn't a, a, a public relations exercise. Uh, it's warts and all. Um, he, he has made quite a few, quite a few mistakes, uh, and usually he, he's, he's acknowledged them. Uh, 
I think that I think that any ghosted autobiography tends to be very selective. They're not the the subject of the of the book isn't going to come out and say what a rotten rotten fellow he is <laughs> and, and he, he did all these rotten things yeah. uh, or, or, or even these things that perhaps he shouldn't he shouldn't have done so uh, the all the controversial incidents in Ron's life are 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 dealt with but uh, I, I hope with a, a, a due measure of sympathy mm. it seems now and maybe it is because you can pick and choose it doesn't feel like a sort of a treadmill as such he seems very level-headed now. You know, he doesn't seem to... There's always going to be the odd thing incident, but there doesn't seem to be any sort of controversy, really. He, he just He's become a, like a proper pro, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Dr. Dr. Steve Pease has, has had a, a, a big role in that. And certainly it's a big contrast in the days when he described his life as a treadmill of turmoil. Yeah, 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 because he'd been in the, the Priory, of course. Um He's actually a bit of a survivor, isn't he? I mean, he said he'd retire when he was 19 or 18, 19 or something. And he said it many, many times, but there's no actual prospect of it happening, is it? You're going to retire and do what? Mm. Uh, I think he's done the next best thing, actually. He set himself up with subsidiary work. Uh, I think he's a very perceptive television analyst, mm. for instance. Uh, the, his books, plays his exhibitions, which are, of course, completely different from... From, from, from matches, so uh, I think I think he, he he's done okay. Mm. He says something interesting to me actually. We were at the Crucible, he was commentating for Eurosport, and between frames, he said, cause obviously the box is overlooking the, the arena, the table in the arena, and he said, he said, what an amazing view this is. He said, I've never seen the Crucible from the. He normally would see it from his seat, which yeah. is obviously different and it's more anxious and all the rest of it and it was kind of interesting that after so long he'd found a new perspective but I think he gets that from the TV work he actually I think he was a bit reticent at first watching the other players but actually he genuinely seems to enjoy it that's my impression mm. uh, and he's very he's very good at sort of picking out little flaws in positional play even 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 in, even in technique mm. But here's the thing, so he turned pro in 1992, here we are 26 years later. His game seems to be as good as ever, arguably better than ever because he's more disciplined. Yeah, I, I think his all-round game is better. Uh, he's always been a sensational potter and break builder, but he's never stopped learning about the, 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 the tactical side of the game. Mm. And uh, this is, this is going to help him in his 40s mm. because he, he certainly looks good for another two or three years at least I was going to ask you that I mean how long can he go on for because he keeps himself fit which I think makes a difference as well um, there seem to be fewer younger players certainly younger British players challenging and, and also he has this aura you see him against certain players and he's already three or four frames in front before anything's happened um, and that's not going to go, that's not going to recede at any point so how long can he carry on for well, uh, until he starts losing more often. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, I mean, th there will come a point when when he he, he will say it's not worth it anymore. Uh, great players either retire or the or the game retires them. Uh, Steve Davis, Steve Davis went on long after he had any realistic chance of, uh, of, win of winning anything because he, he liked to treat it as he treated it almost when he first started as a hobby mm. uh, Stephen Hendry couldn't stand 
uh, trying to compete with his own past mm-hmm. so he, he, he retired so it's always a tricky deci- decision to to actually decide when enough's enough mm. one thing though I think it's been noticeable at the Crucible in recent years he has slightly struggled there and he's, it, what's interesting is he's lost to players who he ordinarily would beat in other tournaments you look at the players he's lost in recent years Stuart Bingham Barry Hawkins Ding Junhui Ali Carter he's got great records against them in other tournaments mm. but they've beaten him there so is maybe that, that defeat to Selby when he'd been a long way in front in the final maybe that's had an effect possibly yes I, I think I think 17 days is a long time at the Crucible you need a lot of mental intensity and I think the older you get the more difficult it is to maintain it mm. it's quite likely he's going to make his thousandth century I hope I'll be able to say that when he does um, <laughs> this season I mean just put into context what an achievement that would be well going right back Joe Davis made 638 centuries in all public performances exhibitions and all Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, coming to the more to the present day, Henry retired on seven seven five. Yeah, uh, not as many tournaments then uh, uh, as there are now. But counterbalancing that, uh, Ronnie has missed a lot of tournaments for mm-hmm. one reason or another. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we can say without fear of contradiction that he's, he's the greatest ever break builder. Mm. And <laughs> It's very hard to answer this question by asking anyway. Will there be another talent like him? Because you feel that probably, like in any sport, someone comes along eventually, like out the woodwork, Roger Federer comes along, or whatever, and raises the bar. But they're going to have to raise the bar quite a lot, aren't they? Well, they are, uh, and they're going to have to raise the bar when Ron is no longer there, I think. Mm. So there are always great, great players all, always emerge. Mm. Well, the book is called uh, Simply the Best, Biography of Ronnie O'Sullivan. It's out now. You can order it through Snooker Season Mail Order or indeed go to a shop and buy it. Um, I'm just going to ask you actually, Clive, how, do you, how many snooker books do you think you've written now? Because you've written plenty. I think count, counting ghost, ghosted books, around about 30. Wow. And can you just tell people, because again, not everyone would know, how much time goes into writing a book like this? Well, the, the, the Ronnie book I started about two and a half years ago because uh, I was relatively slack at work during during the summer, and uh, it was basically you know something to keep me something to keep me occupied. Mm. Uh, I think it's it's much more difficult to write a book if you if you do nothing else for the, for three months. Yeah. It's, it's better to sort of uh, do it in in bits and dabs, which is. Which is how uh, I've done the Ronnie book, chapter at a time, basically. Okay. We wish you well with it, and as I say, it's called Simply the Best, and it's out now. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado.